Hey everyone, I'm Victoria. And I'm Micah. We're two regular mamas living in Texas. We have five kids between the two of us, and we're here to share what we've learned about motherhood and what we're still figuring out along the way. If we've learned anything, it's that motherhood is a wild ride. Hang out with us and fill up a glass because this is Moms Uncorked. Good evening, everyone. Today we are going to talk about pregnancy symptoms, the good, the bad, and how to manage them. Every pregnancy is different, so whether you're a veteran mom or a first-time mom, we hope that you can relate and find some relief if you experience any of these symptoms. We want to talk about everything from the first trimester to the third, and of course, we'll give you our personal experiences as well. So let's start it off. How are you this evening, Vic? So good. I have my wine. I'm ready to roll. (laughs) That's good. Uh, Luckily, I'm past my first trimester, so this first one we have on our list, nausea and morning sickness, I am not experiencing that anymore. So, and honestly, for me, every single, as it's like the quote of pregnancies, right? Every single pregnancy was different. (laughs) (laughs) Like, (laughs) and so for me, um, I did experience nausea with both of them. It was just different with my first. I it was just nausea. Like I think I threw up one time, and the rest of it was just nausea. And then with my second, I was throwing up all over the place, like all the time. And then with this last one, I barely had any of it at all. So I don't know if it was, I don't. They're getting easier. It's a yeah. I don't know if it's getting easier, <laughs> or if I know how to like manage it this this time better because that throughout each of these, which is what I'm excited to share about with other people, <laughs> I found different like tips and tricks right to help with the nausea and morning sickness. Um, did you have any with Charlie? I don't. I had none. I was never nauseous. I never threw up. It was, it was a breeze, y'all. My pregnancies on, were pretty chill. On both ears? You didn't have anything? Both of them. Yep, nothing. Oh, my gosh. Not a day. <laughs> well, let me tell you how to deal with that nausea. Because, well, the first thing that, I think the first thing they always say is that preggy, the prego pops, like the little oh, things yeah. that you can suck on, or like the ginger, the ginger. hard, mm-hmm. the hard candies. Those do help if you're in a pinch, like if it's happening right then. And you need to really get rid of it. I would pop one in my mouth and it would help for like 30 minutes or so. The next, my next favorite thing, I did it for all three, was motion sickness bands. You can buy them like at Target. Oh, and that was like bracelets, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And honestly, that's how like my sister and my sister-in-law knew I was pregnant this last time. Cause she was like, <laughs> yeah, we went to lunch and you were wearing these bracelets. <laughs> and so that was the motion sickness bracelets were what helped me more than anything. And then in these last two, because my second one was so bad, the doctor gave me, you know, the sample, like really tell your doctor truthfully. I told my doctor I was throwing up maybe two or three times a day, which is actually surprisingly pretty moderate, honestly. Gosh. That is not like some people are throwing up eight to 15 times a day. And I, I know. And I was like, I didn't, I couldn't believe it. So, but she was real sweet. She was like, here, try this. Um, it's for 10 days, but like it does get really expensive after this and stuff like that. So then... In my OB booklet, there's actually um, a thing that you can do without a prescription. It's vitamin B6 and Unisom. And there's a certain regimen. You take the B6 three times a day, and you have to cut the little pill to the right size. <laughs> and then you take the B6 and Unisom at night, and it'll help you sleep, and you'll it'll help with that sickness. It really does. It helps a lot. So I've never heard of that. That's interesting. Yes. And I love it because it's in my, O. my OB gives me a little booklet and it's literally in there to treat morning sickness. 
So um, maybe I can put that on the cool. Instagram or something. Yeah, like we'll a put picture. that somewhere. Yeah. So that's my thing on morning sickness. Um, and that was how I dealt with mine. Next on our list, we have heartburn. So mm-hmm. let me tell you guys, because I know Micah, I know you've dealt with heartburn for like your entire life. Yeah, I'm heartburn all the time. So <laughs> me, on the other hand, I have never experienced heartburn until I was pregnant with my son. And I, I remember, and my husband will tell you, we were uh, like watching TV, it, like in the evening, like laying in bed, and I was trying to describe to him this sensation <laughs> that I was having in my chest, and I, I kept telling him, you know, it feels weird, it feels cold. I kept saying my chest hmm. feels cold, um, you know, it feels cold, and he is looking at me like you're crazy. I think you're having heartburn, and I'm and I'm telling him, no, 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 it doesn't burn. It feels cold. <laughs> my, my chest feels cold, and he uh, did convince me that it was actually a heartburn that I was experiencing. And, um, I mean, the only thing that I really found without taking Tums, you know, I, I ate mm-hmm. Tums. The only, the only times I really got this was if I laid down too soon after having, like, dinner or a snack or something, which yeah. is super common. You know, you lay yeah. down, you put yourself in a horizontal position, and it doesn't have anywhere to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so, other than Tums, I mean, really the only thing that I could do was not lay down too quick I wasn't gonna give up like my one cup of coffee I That's wasn't what I was gonna, gonna say, give yeah, up like, chocolate mm-hmm. yes like, that was a hard no for me so yeah <laughs> all the fried food not that you eat fried yeah. foods but like fried foods will do it yeah yeah I just I dealt with it it wasn't debilitating it wasn't every single day um, mm-hmm. it was just interesting to me that I had never ever ever had heartburn a day in my life and then here I was like 24 25 years old trying to describe the <laughs> sensation that I was having for the first time um, yeah you know who and, else did that is our our friend Renee <laughs> she, oh that's so funny she like every time she has heartburn she's like I feel like I'm having like a heart attack like my chest <laughs> is really tight and I remember the first time she said it I was genuinely concerned and then I was like oh that's heartburn Renee <laughs> Girl, she has some tums. Yeah, I carry a bottle in my purse, like even when I'm not pregnant. So, (laughs) and they say, you know, um, if you experience heartburn, like it means your baby's gonna have a lot of hair. Well, let me tell you, my son was born with a full head of super, super dark hair, Uh, and I also did have a heartburn with my daughter, who also was born with a head full of hair. Not as much, but I mean, she was not a bald baby, so yeah, the tale holds truth with me. That's funny. Okay, my favorite. And my like my first thing I think I ask people whenever they tell me they're pregnant is like, how do your boobs feel? Like it's such I a personal question. Say, how do your boobs look? How do you well, yeah. Well that was another thing too, was like I thought my boobs were gonna balloon up like immediately. And I remember like my first pregnancy looking down and it's like week eight. Nope. Week ten. Nope. And like finally it happened. But for me, my first one, my boobs started hurting so bad long yes. before they got big. Like that was my first like real thing that hurt. I think I wrote it on the card to tell Brian I was pregnant was like, my boobs are killing me (laughs) (laughs) at week four. (laughs) And then the other two I didn't have. Well, Hunter, I was still breastfeeding. And so like my boobs were hurting anyways. (laughs) And then this one, my boob, I was so, they didn't hurt at all. Like, wow. Yeah. Not like they did with my first. Mm -hmm. I don't think mine ever hurt. I, 
they definitely hurt after the fact, like when you're breastfeeding and engorged and all that fun stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't ever remember them hurting during pregnancy. I just remember them getting huge. That's, yeah, that's, that's about just it. What they get, yeah, they just get huge. And some people love it. And some people, like, I have friends that are like, I'm going to take a picture of my pregnancy boobs so that my plastic surgeon knows what to do. Yes, exactly. Like, like pregnancy years. boobs or when they are full of milk. Like, this yes. is what I want. Here's my selfie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to talk about, because another first, I'm looking, I'm thinking about, like, first trimester stuff for right now. And one of the ones that's really popping out to me is the fatigue. Oh, yes. Because that is, it's like um. I don't know. It was like a weird one, though. It was like, you know, no matter how much sleep you get, you're still tired. Yep. But like, I don't know. It was 100%. fatigue. And the fatigue in the beginning is different than the fatigue in the end. Yes. Like, and I had fatigue, like not really in the beginning, not really in the end. Mine was like second trimester fatigue. And I am oh. not a napper. I have never been somebody who could come home from anywhere and sleep during the day. Never. And throughout my second trimester, I remember I was going through a clinical rotation. I would come home and pass out on the couch, which I probably had never done in my entire life until I was pregnant. So that was fatigue hit me hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mine. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I'm always tired. So <laughs> I, could, I could not tell you. But I do realize like I always looked forward to that second trimester because it was like I remember the energy boost like a lot. Oh, that's so funny. From my second trimesters all the time. Um, let's go down to one of the first things that you experience when you're pregnant. Like literally, did you have implantation bleeding? I think I did with my daughter. I don't remember mm. it with Charlie. But with Maddie, I'm pretty sure I did. And that was um, in like, I mean, really fast. That was definitely one of the first ones that it was like, okay, I, I like I'm pregnant. This is what this yeah, means. Yeah, did you, you knew what it was when it <laughs> oh, happened? Oh, yes. The second time around, I knew what it was. I don't think I would have known had it been with Charlie. Well, so maybe so it did con- happen. <laughs> so it's so confusing though, right? Because you kind of almost think it's like the start of your period. Exactly. Right? Exactly. See, for me, I never had implantation bleed. But I did have a lot of cramps in the beginning. Ooh, yeah. Which I didn't, which you associate with your period anyways. And I, I just vividly remember um, when I was pregnant with Hunter and, you know, I didn't know it for like two months because <laughs> I was sitting here nursing my four month old oh and God. we only had sex twice. So it was like, okay. And so I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, he, I, you know, I'm starting to wean on my breastfeeding. And so my boobs hurt because I'm weaning. I'm getting cramps because, and I would tell Brian, I'd be sitting there pumping and I'd be like, I think I'm going to start my period in a couple of days because I'm cramping pretty bad. And then a week later, nothing would happen. And I'd be like, well, I'm still cramping. So it must be coming oh, soon. Little, <laughs> like, did you know. little did I know. And then I noticed a lot on this one. I paid attention and I did. I cramped like up until like from the beginning until maybe like week 10 or 11, Ooh, like ouch. consistent cramps. To the point where you're Googling, like, is this okay or not? And it was fine. But I do remember the cramps for sure. But I never had implantation bleeding. Oh, man. Well, next, I wanted to bring this one up because I know I experienced this in a way that most people are opposite. Uh, Blood pressure changes. I'm not even kidding you. The second I am pregnant. So I let me rewind here because my blood pressure is very normal. Um, I have always sat at about 115 over 70, like very healthy. 
I kid you not, the second I'm pregnant, it drops, and my normal is a 90 over 55. And I can tell. And my doctor was not concerned at all. She was like, we'd rather it be low than be high, you know, because then you get into, like, preeclampsia and and Mm -hmm. things that are dangerous. And she was like, there's nothing wrong with it. Um, You know, your blood volume is changing. You have a lot of hormones. Don't be worried. And she was Mm -hmm. like, but you will probably be symptomatic. And sure as shit I was, I would move too quick and get dizzy. I would get lightheaded. Mm. Um, During my first pregnancy, I really had to modify the way I exercised uh, because I would would get so lightheaded, like bending over to pick up a weight off the ground. Wow. Um, So that was, that was fun. And it was the exact same thing the second time around, like first, first uh, doctor's appointment. There I am like 92 over 52. It was, it was just a thing with me. Oh, so that's why isn't I've heard some stories of people like fainting and that's how they find out they're pregnant. Oh, and God. maybe that that that's could so be scary. why. Yeah, that could be why. <laughs> Absolutely. Never thought about that. Mine is I'm constantly high uh, blood pressure wise. So when I'm pregnant, I'm perfect. It's amazing. Oh, that's like, so my blood pressure is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, let's see what else you want to talk about here. Oh, hmm. my first trimester with Michael was metal mouth. Was a weird oh, symptom. Oh, that's And funny. I think your friend said one. it too. Like you feel like yes. you're sucking on pennies constantly. Yep. And so that Ooh. was weird. All I could do for that was just drink a lot of water. I just kept drinking water. Would that alleviate the taste or just make Not, it like manageable? Just man. I mean, it was always manageable. It was just kind okay. of weird. That like, is weird. Did it, it affect was really weird. the way foods tasted for you? No, no. It was just oh. like... Yeah, I just remember like standing in a store and I'd be like smacking my lips like <laughs> this is a weird taste. And so I'd drink some more water and I'd be like, well, maybe if I keep drinking water, it'll go away. And that was just one of them. Uh, well, speaking of mouths, I put on here bleeding gums. Yeah, because it is one that uh, I would have never guessed, but it is normal. And it is one that I experienced um, pretty frequently with my second baby. And, you know, it would just be, like, plain old brushing your teeth. And mm-hmm. my, like, I would be spitting blood out of my mouth. It was so bad. Oh, um, my gosh. Yeah, but, I mean, it's normal. And that's just another one of those things where your blood volume has just increased so much that it happens. And it doesn't leave any lasting damage. It's just a pretty pretty annoying. And it looks really freaky. Yeah, it looks free. I just now got my first, like, earlier this week. I was brushing my teeth and I saw the blood. And I was like, oh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> there we go okay let's oh. see peeing all day and night that's more first and third trimester right yeah i think so once you're you know when when it's first happening and your hormones are changing and then when the baby's huge and just sitting on your bladder yeah super common yeah i put on our little list this is exactly what i put effing hormones <laughs> because you guys they just don't stop and it's I mean, that's just one of the things that affects everything. Like, it can affect uh-huh. your mood. It can affect your sex drive. It's mm-hmm. like you could be crying one minute and totally fine the next. And, I mean, you know throughout the whole thing, like, I am I am hormonal. Like, this is happening. Yes. <laughs> it, does, it doesn't go away right after you deliver either. That's oh, no. Just, you know, oh, that gosh, sticks no. around Sometimes I think we're just, like, scarred forever. <laughs> yeah, Micah, Micah cries nowadays, you guys. And Micah never, know, ever, never ever cries. <laughs> I cry now it's so dumb <laughs> I remember my first ones with my first pregnancy we're leaving we're coming home from dinner and we're talking about those those the plastic things from the six pack of soda or beer <laughs> oh, 
And I started crying because I was like, you're killing dolphins to my husband. <laughs> like, you can't. And I was crying. And he's like, a little hormonal there, babe. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I love it. Yeah, I'm still not normal. I'm not the same. I'm not the same person. These kids, what do they do to you? <laughs> um let's see hair and nail your hair is always gorgeous and your nails they definitely grow a lot while while you're pregnant I love it I'll take it and I don't shed when I'm pregnant my hair does not shed and it's so nice and then um it comes back with a vengeance yeah not so much the second time around because I did learn and I didn't really learn this. I think it's just something I started, a lifestyle change that I made, if you will. Um, I started taking a collagen supplement, I don't know, maybe a year before I got pregnant with Maddie. Mm-hmm. Um, and this second time around, my postpartum hair loss was nothing compared mm. to the first time. Were you uh, able to I, take the supplement while you were pregnant or you had to like yes. start and then, okay. Nope. Nope, it's one of those that's totally, I mean, you know, ask your doctor as always. I cannot give you medical mm. advice, but um, my doctor was totally fine with it. It was, it's just 100% like collagen peptides and nothing else in it. Um, oh. So I, I definitely went back to like my normal shed. You know, they say it's normal to lose a, you know, drain full of hair every time you shower. So I went back to my normal, but I did not experience like any patches of hair falling out or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, now something, though, speaking of hair, that we both went through is those gray hairs. Oh, my God. <laughs> the gray hairs. You guys, I've had gray hair since I was 18. I don't even know if I could chalk it up to pregnancy. I'm just <laughs> going to say that it's genetic. My mom went gray really early. My sister also has gray hair. So, oh, I Mine was kids. Mine was kids for <laughs> sure. Like, it happened. Let's see, where else? And then the not-so-fun one that we can jump on real quick is pain, you guys. Pain. It's so painful. It's, like, I don't know. It can be so painful. Um, It doesn't have to be. It can. And there are a lot of different types of pain that can come with pregnancy. I mean, just some of the ones that jump to mind are plain old low back pain, right? You're, Mm -hmm. You're gaining weight all in your midsection. So your center of gravity is changing. You're carrying this baby around. You're walking funny. You're rolling around in bed with this baby on your belly. So, I mean, low back pain. And then there's also some of the ones that are a little bit more pregnancy specific, like round ligament pain and pubic symphysis pain. Um, lightning crotch is another yeah. one that people talk is about. pubic symphysis pain different than lightning crotch? Um, I think so. I think that lightning okay. crotch, I, so I, I was lucky enough not to really have any of these. I had a little bit of acute low back pain with my second pregnancy, but... Um, nothing that wasn't entirely treatable. Um, mm-hmm. what I've, what I've heard is pubic symphysis. I know for a fact is just pain that you get like right between your pubic bones. You have that little joint. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of pregnancy, you have a lot more relaxin in your body. And so those joints are a little bit more loosey goosey and they move more than they would otherwise. So that's just like pain that's very much centered, like right there. Like you could point to your to the middle of your, um, like of your pubic bones, like right there in the okay. center, and it's like I have pain right here. Lightning crotch, I think, is what they say if um, your uterus is like shifting around a little bit, mm-hmm. and because it's so big, it can put some pressure on some of your nerves. And oh. so they say like that is when you literally feel like you have lightning going down your leg. 
Uh, yeah. And it's, it's yeah. like a jolt. And it, it comes and it goes really quick and there's nothing to like stop it. There's yeah. nothing to really treat it. It just it just comes. Yeah. I don't think I had pubic symphysis, but I did have lightning crotch. Faux show. Sure. Mm. And I remember Touchy. I would just be standing there and I'd be like, ah! <laughs> like whoa <laughs> like, that was it I had a friend too we'd be like working and when she was pregnant and she'd be walking down the halls and she'd just stop and like grab a wall and be like, <laughs> like and I would laugh at her and she looked at me and she goes I cannot wait until you do this <laughs> oh man I can picture and it, it was yeah it, it's just like and but that's what that's all you can do is you're like whoa okay <laughs> like, oh my goodness and then round ligament I'll say I, do, I have had that. I think it gets worse, like, with each one. It can get one. worse as your baby gets bigger, too. Oh, yeah, uh, with each baby. Like, I've had, and I remember it was really scary for me with um, my second one because they were so close together. I remember calling my doctor, like, freaking out because that round ligament pain and then me being worried about my scar. Mm, like, yeah. I, it would really freak me out. And she assured me it was totally normal. Um, but so then this time I've had it, and... I know what it is. I don't know how to like alleviate it at all. Um, but I, I do know I have had that and it's interesting. And I just want to say for people out there that are experiencing it because it can, it, it can be scary because it just feels like not that you're ripping, but kind of like you're ripping something right there. And it's like, yeah, if you're one of those people that freaks out that if you don't know what it is, it kind of like scares you a little bit. Yeah, and I think it can be easy to freak out over pain, especially like any type of pain that's right there in your abdominal region because, I mean, you're going to baby there. Yeah. So I think it's normal to be scared of any type of pain, but yeah, it's always good to just call the duck, make sure it's nothing crazy. On the low back pain? They're reassuring you. They are. I'm always like, it's totally normal. Everything's normal. It's all good. On the low back pain I did, I went to a chiropractor for my towards the end of my second pregnancy and you may you'll know more about this than I do. But he told me that a lot of us when we're pregnant we end up standing differently and especially kind of like cocked to one side, like putting all mm-hmm. our weight on one side. And so he just said one of the biggest changes you can make in your pregnancy is to make sure you're standing with weight, yeah, on both your feet, very <laughs> I'm level. I'm putting my hands up, you guys. <laughs> yes. Like he just said you don't realize you're doing it, but you're doing it because you're compensating and like every time you stand up, just make sure you're standing like flat on your feet, equal footing, and it it sh- he told me it should help with the back pain. So. Yeah, and that's a big thing with pregnancy pain in general is uh, a lot of those unilateral movements, like getting dressed, putting your pants on, going up and down stairs, all of those activities that require shifting your weight side to side. Um, so there are definitely modifications to getting out of bed and all that fun stuff, but we'll get into that at some other point in time because I will <laughs> go on, you guys. Yes. You go. What do you got next? I don't know. Do we want to jump into any others or do we want to head straight to what your mama never told? Oh, you know what we can do first? Hold on. Before we close with what your mama never told you, Hmm. um, we did reach out to some friends and we have (laughs) a couple of funky symptoms. So I'll go ahead and um, I'll go ahead and let let y'all know my friend. My good friend, I won't give out names here, but <laughs> no, I asked no names. her, what is your weirdest pregnancy symptom? And she said her exact text message, you guys, was, um, God blessed me with orgasms in my sleep. And I said, hold on, did you actually have an orgasm in your sleep? She said, yes, it only happened while she was pregnant on more than one occasion that she would basically have like sexual dreams. 
And she said, to completion, she would wake up like at, I mean, she would wake up having an orgasm and be like, oh my God, that was incredible. And then just fall right back to sleep. <laughs> That's incredible. I, I, I mean, I'm kind of jealous. Why couldn't I get a symptom like that? I got so I know. Pattern. Well, and it goes on with, I think you and I have heard from several people, um, I think it's because all that blood goes down there, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. and then it starts, and from we've heard a lot of people, is um, the swelling. Like your actual yes. private parts <laughs> are going to swell. All my friends are calling it puffy vag, puffy swollen taco, labia. Also heard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then some of them I have heard, like you can have incredible orgasms from oh, yeah. all of that. Sex pregnancy, like we have to do a whole episode on that because it is something else. <laughs> that's funny um yeah that's yes it's most of mine are the puffy (laughs) vagina and the constipation and the farts because that is and you know I never really I think I dealt with constipation a little bit in my first two but man this one has been like fart central it's so bad (laughs) like all the time luckily I'm in a house of boys so it's not a big deal they (laughs) They love it so funny but Yes, and just like the constipation, but for anybody wondering, constipation is totally normal. (laughs) And there are medications you can take. Just ask your doctor and they'll tell you which ones are best. (laughs) Oh, man. Is it time, Micah? Is it time for What Your Mama Never Told You? Okay, you guys. Yep. Vic's doing What Your Mama tonight. I am. Mom never told me how your boobs don't just change during pregnancy. It's like your nipples, you guys. It... I mean, they get huge. They get huge, and it is not pretty. And, and there is a reason. Yeah, dark. They change color. And, um, I mean, there's a reason for it, which is crazy. Like, biologically, they change color. They get bigger because they say that um, your body is preparing for breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. And so by making them, like, darker and bigger, it is easier for the babies to, like, find you and latch on at birth, which is wild. <laughs> The body is crazy, but yes. Yeah. So thanks, mom. You never warned me <laughs> about the nipples. We all have never pepperoni nipples, and nipples. nobody knows. Yep, exactly. My girlfriend <laughs> called them salami nipples. There you go. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's we are right, barely within time tonight. So, um, if any of you guys have any pregnancy symptoms or new ways to manage it that we didn't talk about, please let us know. We'll have a post for this episode. Um, just comment on it, and I'd love for everyone to kind of like start talking on the Instagram and stuff yes, and see what we, we can come know. up with. And if you're not already, already follow us uh, at moms underscore uncorked podcast. We want to hear from you. All right. Y'all have a good night. Later. Okay. No.